Commissary to a Bleach fandom community podcast brought to you by Barrigan's Aging Cream. Sick to death of seeing the commercials and adverts for anti-aging cream? Embrace the process by saying fuck it and becoming an old wrinkly get easily and cheap thanks to this new aging cream. Just don't apply too much or you might die. Anyway, my name is Lethan and today I'm joined by Nomi. Hello. I can't. Didn't hear you. That's because I'm too busy laughing. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I did did not hear the hello that time. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I was I was too busy laughing. That was a okay. good one. Okay. okay. <laughs> good, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. At least somebody thinks I'm funny, right? Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm excited for these episodes. Yay! <laughs> Me too, for obvious reasons. But yeah, <laughs> I've actually got a lot in my. Well, we'll get to that when we get to that. We'll get to it when we get to it, right? I'm just excited, yeah. right? Okay, well, we, well, we go with the episode summaries then. We shall, we okay. shall. So we're starting off today with episode 278, The Nightmare Returns, Revival of the Aspara, in which we see a solemn state. Despite their apparent victories, both Toshiro and Soifon look pretty beat. The one fight still continuing is the one against Stark, where we pick up with Ukitaki's spectacular save and apparently shooting Esero back at Stark. Ukitaki is a secret visored now? Well, that's a plot twist. <laughs> no, not a visored and not shooting Seros? Ah, gotcha. Ukitaki Shikai allows him to absorb an enemy's attack and redirect it. Pretty cool if you ask me. Stark points out that there's probably a flaw and attempts to test it by shooting a thousand Seros at Ukitaki until Kuraku rejoins the fray and the pair of them, that is the pair of Ukitaki and Kuraku, team up against Stark. Their fight is interrupted by the appearance of a huge gargantua in the sky. What could it be? A Rankar reinforcements? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? <laughs> no, it's... it's... Oh, it, it's just Wonderwise. But he's not alone. Following behind him is a huge super chunky from hell. As everyone is distracted by the new arrivals, Wonderwise sets his eyes on a target and appears behind none other than Ukitaki and stabs the man through the chest. What? <laughs> Kuraku, obviously shocked at his husband's demise, goes to help, <laughs> but is instead shot in the shoulder at point-blank rage by Stark. Wonderwise then screams. The scream pierces the ice-trapping Halibut and clears away the cloud from Soifon's bank eye, revealing Bergen, who had just been chilling and isn't dead at all. <laughs> and just to add more fuel to the fire, or in this case get rid of the fire altogether, the massive tentacle hollow blows away the flames encasing... I think that's meant to say encircling... No, encasing's the right word there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll do that again. <laughs> the massive tentacle hollow blows away the inflames encasing the traitorous trio of Aizen, Gein, and Tosin. When all hope seems lost, saviour comes in the most unlikeliest of sources, that being my heroes, Shinji, and the rest of the Visards. And that brings us into episode 279, Hiraku and Aizen, the reunion of fate. It's a Visor's arrival party, as we finally get to see them shine. But before that, we have over eight minutes of filler <coughs> recap on the past arc, Turn Back the Pendulum. Which is kind of fair, because there was like two seasons of filler in between that we just glossed over, but um, mm. it's recap. Anyway, so anyway, getting into the actual episode, Lisa kicking Karaku and berating him might be one of my favourite reunions I've ever <laughs> seen from characters who just cannot express emotions in any other way. And then I've got here, no mate, you're right, this girl is fiery. No wonder you like her so much. Yes! <laughs> oh. Wonderwise uses his voice, making Hulier, which is apparently the name of the hollow, release several Gillian. But the visors don their masks and step up to bat, showcasing a wide range of abilities and skills. Shinji is confronted by Tosin when he heads to meet Aizen, and Tosin's next attack is blocked by that very good boy himself, Kumamura. <laughs> We establish that Shinji and the others aren't here as their allies, but merely as Aizen's enemies, as the group break off to help other Shinigami. Lisa and Hiori go to help Toshiro with Harry Bell, and Love and Rose team up to help fight Stark. Hachi descends upon Soifon to help with Barrigan, because she, she looks like she needs to help. <laughs> Mashiro and Kenzie take out the rest of the Gillian with ease, and Mashiro takes her legs directly to the Hulier's face. Meanwhile, a battered and bruised Shuhei appears to confront Tozen alongside Komomora. Goodness knows I cannot wait to see how this ends. 
Which lets us move swiftly along into episode 280, Hisagi and Tosin, the moment of parting. We pick up we pick off with the clip from last episode with Mashiro defeating the super massive black hole of a hollow and also delivering a swift kick of justice towards Wonderwise's face. <laughs> Meanwhile, Toshiro asks complete strangers if they can fight Halibar for him so he can go fight Aizen. Hiyori is having none of this, however, and starts up a verbal barrage of insults directed at the small captain before both of them joins Lisa to fight the third Espado. Meanwhile, Love and Rose team up against Stark and Hatchigan join Soifon and Ameda. Despite knowing of him, Soifon feigns ignorance with who Hatchi is. Hatchi shows off his Kido prowess and blocks Barragan in a green barrier, but even Kido can decay and rot with age, as demonstrated by Barragan when he breaks free. Meanwhile, Hisagi is preparing to fight against Tosin, asking Komomomo's permission to do so. Komomomo notices that Haggis... Haggis? <laughs> Hisagi? <laughs> Is that what you had for breakfast this morning, Nomi? No, I had a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Mm, I guess. That's <laughs> all I'm going to think of now. I don't think you should. That's it. Just fucking haggis. That's it. That's great. Haggis. Oh, it's <laughs> the Summer is hard, Nomi. Summer is hard. Summer is hard. It's, it's really hot outside. I'm just saying that. Oh. oh. His, but now I want pictures of his saggy, no, of Haggis with a little 69 on its cheek. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. so. This is meanwhile, what happens when Dale leaves the two Scottish YouTubers to do the fucking podcast, okay? <laughs> oh, right, sorry. Go, go, go. <sighs> Meanwhile, Hisagi is preparing to fight Tosin, asking Komomoa's permission to do so. Komomoa notices that Hisagi isn't fully healed yet, but allows him to fight anyway. With all the fights going on around, the episode focuses back on Soifon and Hachi versus Baragon. Hachi has a plan that involves using Soifon's Bankai, but Soifon seems reluctant to help Hachi until he promises to lock Kisuke Uehara in one of Hachi's barriers for a month. The captain's hatred for Kisuke Uehara wins and she agrees to help, so Hachi locks Baragon in a multitude of barriers, stopping him from using his spirit to decay Soifon's Bankai, and Soifon shoots him once more. There was so much to love in these episodes. There was actually really was. a lot going on. There was like so <laughs> many jumping about, so many different like fights happening, and then the the, the visors all like talking about like why they're there, and oh, and then of course like the fights and some of the powers we got to see, and <sighs> yeah, there's a lot to love. I can't wait to discuss these episodes. Yeah, well, let's get into it, shall we? Yes. Alrighty, so um, we'll start with episode 278. We've got manga chapters 363, Super Chunky from Hell, and 364, Grinning Revengers. So that's not the Av- the Avengers, it is Grinning Revengers. <laughs> and our differences are, we've got a little, there was that little bit of the start of the episode where it kind of focused on Halibau and Barragan, well, the smoke cloud encasing Barragan as kind of like an ominous foreshadowing. Mm. Yeah, that was just anime only. Ah, okay. Um, the surprise of them coming back was a lot more impactful in the manga. Um, again, we had some censoring with poor Ukitaki's demise. Um, the anime just kind of gave it a whole silhouette feel. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the manga, you actually see Wonderwise's hand go straight through and all the blood and poor oh, Kitaki. Wow. Yeah. We had fight padding, basically all of Stark versus the tag team of Kuraku Uki and Ukitaki taunting Lynette. Um, they didn't have that much of a fight. Literally, they just get distracted by the super chunky and um, Wonderwise. Mm-hmm. And as always, the turn back the pendulum flashbacks just yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but you but you raised a good point like for people who have been watching everything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there was two filler um arcs and i was like oh it doesn't seem that long ago for us but it was for was for them yeah 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 Yeah. but another thing Mm -hmm. um that you've raised is what did you call the super chunky hell beast uh, I so according to the 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 page where I I, I absolutely do not steal my recap from. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Hulier. Okay. H o o l e e r. 
Okay, because that's what I saw when I was also on that same website, totally not stealing um, <laughs> episode summaries. Um, but it is, and I'm dragging out my words here to store because I need to find the page in the manga. Um, something different in both Ooh. the manga and in the sub. Okay. And I hadn't realized that. Please hold. Your call mm-hmm. is important to us. I mean, okay. I feel like we should just give it our own name then. If everybody else is naming it their own thing, like I want to call it Super Chunk. Well, that's, yeah, it's Super Chunk. <laughs> um, the, epi- the anime, the manga chapter Super Chunky from Hell is referring specifically to this guy. Yeah, yeah. So we name it after that. Let's call it Super Chunk. Yeah, Super Chunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not to be confused with the new Pokemon Lechonk. Oh my gosh, chunk. yeah. I'm forgetting about that wee pig. <laughs> As soon as uh, I saw it, I was like, I am getting one and calling it bacon. Fua, F U R A. And the both the U and the A have like the little uh, accent on top, the okay. upside down pointy arrow. But yeah, Fua is what the manga and I'm pretty sure the subbed called it too. Cool. Oh, so, unless that's just cool. a how you pronounce the U and the A when they've got that accents on and that it does actually sound like Coolia. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Because it's but probably yeah. not japanese is it? If it's like a, a, a Rankari, a Spadai type, it's probably based on some sort of Spanish or even... I've seen it bleed into Portuguese as well. Some of the words are yeah. coming up in Portuguese on Google. So it may have some sort of connotations to that. But yeah, that could be what they're doing then is they've, they've sort of wrote it into English how you would say it in that yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's fine. We'll call it Super Chunk. Just to be... Super Chunk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Uh, right. Where do we even start with this episode? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so... Go for it. I don't know if when you're watching yes. your episodes, mm-hmm. if you have kind of like a little snippet of what's going to happen in the episode before yes, the, main, the opening credits. Yes, I do. I had completely forgotten about Ukitaki's injury and I had not realised it happened. And that small clip in the opening, I was just like, wait, what happens in this episode? I was completely caught off guard. And I'm actually quite annoyed that the anime spoiled it for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think, like, they shouldn't... I, I get the wee recap thing, right? But then it's annoying me right that right now they're like, here's what's coming up in the episode. And then they're like, intro. And then they're like, fucking recap. I'm like, just give us a recap. Give us the intro. And then give us, like, what exactly. we're meant to be watching. They didn't do it for the second two episodes. Because I think they wanted to focus on the turn back the pendulum oh no um, i did get it i got it for um, i got it for what was it 280 i got it for 280 because i got a little snippet of like uh shouting at toshiro before the episode even got into it yes it was 279 i think they skipped yeah because they already had eight fucking minutes of recap (laughs) in that episode to pad that one out so they were fine But yeah, no, the whole Ukitaki's injury and Ukitaki going down was a complete and utter shock for me. Mm. I had completely forgot about it. I feel better. I feel bad. I'm sorry, Del. I forgot that your boy goes down. I feel like we need Del here to discuss like how they feel about it. I have. um, I I am under strict orders. We do have to speak about Ukitaki Shikai, and we have to speak for Dao and hype Ukitaki Shikai and just Ukitaki up. Oh, hundred percent. We're gonna do that. Are you joking? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what a cool fucking Shikai. I love that. I love that. Like, it isn't just as simple as reflecting an enemy's attack back at them. That those charms actually like adjust it and make it so much better. The timing. Yeah. I just think that's it so cool. It really is. And it's it's funny because they were... Like, he comes in and he's like, oh, you weren't going to use your Bankai. And Kuraka's like, no, I was just about to use my Bankai. And is like, no, don't use your Bankai. Which makes me wonder what yes. exactly Kuraku's Bankai is. I had that note. That was my first note was Jushiro saying Kuraku shouldn't use his Bankai. I was like, what the hell is it? Yeah. yeah. But then... It's also like, can we also see Ukitaki's Bankai? Yeah. But I don't think it's going to happen now mm. because Ukitaki's down on the floor. <laughs> He's out for the count. But yes. the fact that he 
they're both coming to each other's rescue and the whole tag team that was going on. <sighs> yes. So it's so good. good. It's, it is, it's like, because I, I was with Stark, like, see, I remember when I first saw this, right? And I was a bit with Stark, I was a bit like, oh, Karaku's fighting kind of dirty, right? Mm. And then Karaku's kind of like the one to berate us, and he's kind of like, well, I never says I was going to fight fair. Like, he never gave us the, like, he never implied at any point that he was all for fair fights and everything. And I was kind of like, okay, okay, Karaka, I get it. Like, it makes sense. Like, I, I get that there are people out there that are, like, strong, moral, like, oh, sense of duty, and, like, if they were going to do something, they would want it to be one-on-one, and it would have to be even Stevens, like, fucking Ichigo try to get Ukiora to cut off his arm and leg so it was even. Like, I just uh-huh. think, personally, maybe this is my slithering coming out, but I think that's fucking stupid. Take any advantage you can and rock with it. So, like, yeah. this, this like, Kuraku and Ukitaki doing what they were doing in this episode, I was like, fuck yeah. And I know that they were saying, well, technically there's two of you, but uh, really? Yeah, I don't, I think that yeah. was a excuse. I think, I think this is just how these boys fight and I'm all here for it. Yeah, that they are very much treating this as a, he is a hollow and Shinigami use any backhanded techniques to destroy hollows, yeah. even just destroying hollows when their back is turned, yes. you know, so there's... All Shinigami, I think, fight dirty, but these guys have been around the block before, so... Yeah. Especially when the stakes are dirtier. this high. Like, when the uh-huh. stakes are this high and, like, effectively the balance of the world is depending on the outcome of this fight, of yeah. course you want to do everything you can to win. That just makes sense. And especially when they look down and they've got how many um, lieutenants just kind of lying out for the count on yeah, the floor? 100%. You know, they've got a... A generation to protect. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, they two fighting, flirting, fighting together. It's uh, <laughs> honestly, they just they work so well together. Oh, it's really clear do. they've done this a lot. Yeah. Uh, I love them. I love them. I love them so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've put there the husbands are hustling Stark. Because <laughs> <laughs> he says that at one point, he's like, "You guys are hustling me," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I love it. It's good." <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the the fact that like Ukitaki got like a hand just that just I don't, I don't know I don't know how I feel about that, especially because Wonderwise went down so easily to kick from Mashiro sure. later, yeah. and I don't think I don't know Ukitaki isn't the kind of character to me that I think would have let his guard down that easily. I don't maybe I'm maybe I don't, I don't know him like, as well as I think yeah. I do, but. Okitaki does have this kind of unknown illness, so if yeah. he got struck where his illness is, then that just could have made him even worse. But the fact um, he got caught off guard even in the first place for that to even happen, yeah. it, it felt it felt very reminiscent of like Rukia being caught off guard by Grimjo when Grimjo, you know, when, when she first goes up against Grimjo to protect Ichigo, or she shouts at Ichigo, doesn't she? She shouts, "Look out!" And as she's doing that, Grimjo like goes for her. And it rem- it's yeah. re- very reminiscent of that scene, except that one, Rukia was worried for Ichigo, so she was distracted by that. And I know that Ukitaki was distracted too, but you've got to remember, Rukia isn't even a seated officer. So yeah, she's going to make mistakes like that. You know what I mean? And Grimjo is a, a like level six Espada. So I just, I don't know. I don't I know Wonderwise is important and stuff, but uh, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I didn't like it, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, it was... It, it, it felt put in there for for the shock value it felt like I was watching Game of Thrones again and then the dragon got shot out the sky by the arrow from the boat which shouldn't have happened and I will forever be upset by that but that's what it felt like sorry I'm just going to close my patio door because a bee just came in and what? I was like <laughs> go away go away wait go your away. sister's here tell her to say hello <laughs> okay that's fine oh. I'm alive <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah. and Kuraku. And I mean, Yamamoto's face and shock when they both go down. I think. Yeah. Says a lot as well. It does. And yet Yamamoto still just stood there. He did. He really did. He really is as useful as a chocolate fire guard, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> I love that analogy. (laughs) Easter eggs in the middle of summer. It just is like... (sighs) It's just... No. Why do you exist? (laughs) Why do you exist? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Ugh, anyway, and then I've put there like round two for every day and I was getting really shocked, my notes were getting scribblier and then I was like, oh yeah, the value visors are here. Yeah. What did you, think, how... of, what did you think of their entry? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was annoying in the anime how they added in the, oh, remember who these guys are? You know, this yeah. is the last time we saw them, mm-hmm. you know, getting all their visors and kind of prefacing that yeah. they too have a stake in this fight. The reason why they are who they are is all because of Aizen and that's why they're here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the manga didn't do that. So the kind of impact, impactfulness of their kind of awaken, awakening, um, arrival, mm-hmm. is just like they're here, they're bam, and then they just go off. And we've not seen these guys fight to their full potential yet. We've seen them fight Ichigo. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we've and some of the things these guys were coming out with, like Hachi, we know is some kind of um, really good at Kido, and he really shows off that. Yeah, he was a member Rose, of the Kido Corps, whatever. wasn't he? Was he like yeah. effectively like a lieutenant level or something of the Kido Corps? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got Rose and his powers, and like we'll go into more detail when we get into that episode. But I loved their entry and just their chance to shine and kind of. It, it it was a showing off, but it was also a chance for us, the audience, to see a little bit more about who these guys really are. Yeah, I'll admit, I think I would have. I think the manga did this right because for mm-hmm. me, their arrival in the anime was really anticlimactic for me because they arrived and there was no music. There was no music, and it went straight into flashbacks. And I was like, "Are you joking?" And and then after the flashbacks were kind of done, then we kind of got into. Obviously, it's coming into the next episode a bit now, but then we got into the music. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. what the, that's their, their arrival should have been that. Their arrival should have been, bam, they're there, the music. Straight away, the music. Music is everything. Yeah, because There was yeah. no music at all. I was like, what? <laughs> now that you say that, I'm remembering that because we come out of the flashback and then you've got that whole kind of guitar strum yes. of... Um, and then Shinji's twirling his hat and yes. that's the impactfulness that we wanted before the flashbacks yes but i mean this whole episode was only two manga chapters which means that you know there's going to be a lot of filler Mm. and yeah that turn back the pendulum flashbacks really took a huge dent out of the filler Mm. Mm -hmm. well that's kind of bleeding me nicely into 279 so i don't know if you want to do yeah we can do yeah let's go for it unless have you got any final points for that 278 um, just that Barragan was just chilling in the smoke, just, you know, <laughs> hi, I'm still alive, you know, like, yep. he could have just walked out at any point, but no, he was just biding his time, chilling, <laughs> having a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, speaking of tea, I can finally say one of my points, but I'll say it in a minute, I'll do the manga anime. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, for t- episode 279, we've got manga chapters 365, Whose Side Are We On?, 366, The Revengers High, and 367, Your Enemy is My Enemy. This is surprising because of all the flashbacks, but there were still three manga chapters that mm, came out of this. Okay, okay, cool. Manga anime differences, we've got more Turn Back the Pendulum flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, the, the, this was actually really annoying to me. When the kind of um, visors make their appearance... And everyone's looking at him. Mm-hmm. Everyone's looking at them or kind of like recognizing them or wondering who they are. There's a small panel of Hisagi just lying on the floor, looking up at Kensei and noticing Kensei. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not in the anime. <gasps> it got completely cut from the anime. How dare they? I know. I was like, but look, it's his savior. Oh. And yeah, no, the anime didn't have it. Oh, they should have had that in. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed at that. Um, we had when anim- when Lisa and Kuraku were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, Kuraku says that she's become more beautiful. Mm. Anim- the anime Lisa kind of has a little blush on her cheeks, whereas manga she's just like deadpanned and what are you trying to do? Like you know, so the anime downplays it and kind of adds that more kind of blushing relationship towards them, whereas manga anime manga Lisa is just like. What the fuck? <laughs> See, I kind of like the manga Lisa better for that one, even although I thought the mm-hmm. blush was really cute and seeing her blush is very adorable. But, like, mm. I like the manga for that better and my reasons why I'll, I'll discuss when we get to episode 280. Okay. I think it's 280. Um, anyway. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. 
when the big super chunk is defeated, there is great ooze in the anime and just blood in the manga. So again, mm-hmm. that um, so. yep. And then we had the Eye of Super Chunk. So it's um, <laughs> if you remember way back when, when we first saw the Eye of Super Chunk, <laughs> it's never um, going to be funny. <laughs> no, right. Um, it's a lot more curved in the anime, and it's as if they hadn't realised that it was supposed to be an eye. Ah. It um, like it was. They thought they just made it into kind of a horizon. Mm-hmm. Whereas this time it's come to light that the eye that we see way back then when they first get pinged up, beamed me up, Scotty, <laughs> um, on Sogyoku Hill. It's actually meant to be this the eye of the yeah. super chunk. Yeah. So it's just kind of like a, a little stylistic, stylistic, stylistic choice, choice there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much all it is. There is not a lot in this chapter. The next chapter is the worst chapter. Oh, oh no, that makes me nervous. Okay, okay. Because I have way more notes for episode 280 than I do for any of the others, so. Oh no. Okay, okay, well that's fine. Uh, right, I want to start this off, right? Uh-huh. What the fuck is Mashiro doing when she's posing at the beginning? <laughs> what, what pose is that? Who poses like that? Like, is that meant to be intimidating? There's nothing intimidating about that. You look so fucking stupid. She's just she's she's my least favorite moment. I just I was like I love them all to death, but again, Shiro just gets on my nerves. I couldn't even look at the rest of them because I was so focused on what the fuck is she? Who who does that with the body? Who just chills like that? Like Uh, she's like a wannabe sailor scout. I have no idea what she's doing, but I was like, that is just okay. That's that's an artistic choice. <laughs> my next note, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, you go, you give me one because I'm Okay. Gonna... I mentioned I mentioned tea. Like yes, Barragan was yes. sipping tea. So a big headcanon of mine has always been that we know that Sasaka Bay, Lieutenant Sasagri, um Yamamoto's lieutenant, mm-hmm. um, loves things from England. It's like revealed in some Omaki episodes at the back. It's where he got his little cape from. It's from England and he loves English tea. Mm-hmm. So the reason why he got um, the visors got let through the barrier is because they bribed him with tea from England. <laughs> <laughs> so he just turns up and he's like, I'm happy. I got tea. That's why they're here, you know. <laughs> I'm stealing that head cannon. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> is it Yorkshire gold? <laughs> yeah, York. Uh, yeah, it's a Yorkshire blend, or it's Tetley, or it's, oh, it's not yeah. Tetley. It's good to go. You're not it's a good Tetley to be fan. That. I mean, I like Tetley, but it's like the commoners' tea, isn't it? Oh yeah, true. Like. Earl Grey, then. Ooh, it's definitely an Earl Grey of some sort. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll take care of Earl Grey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's a good one. My next note. I've got nice eye candy for Nomi because we've got a shot up <laughs> Lisa's skirt. <laughs> I was like, that's good eye candy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Step on me, mommy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, um, it's fascinating to me, with all these visors returning, mm-hmm. not that many people actually know who they are. Right, yeah. You've got Toshin. That was a cross between Toshiro and Tosin. I can't speak today. I am sober now, honest. (laughs) Toshiro hasn't a clue who these guys are. Which kind of makes sense because Toshiro's quite young. He's quite young, He's obviously joined because we didn't see him in any of the Turn Back the Pendulum arc either. So we're assuming the people we saw in the Turn Back the Pendulum arc obviously know who these guys are. And the people that weren't present for that probably have no clue who these guys are. Komamura surprises me though because he felt I feel like he has been maybe around a while have we had his we got a bit of, we got him yeah. joining with Tozen right yeah they two kind of joined together he joined because of Tozen I think it was it was something like that it was around about the yeah. same time as each other anyway and I don't think and, and Tozen no I think Tozen was there first wasn't he because he was the reason Komamura joined I remember yeah. Komamura went to Tozen's quote-unquote captain at the time who or person in charge at the time who i believe was 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 it aizen 
Aizen was the lieutenant or something. I can't remember now. It's I think, yeah, I think then, so. Because Tosin wasn't in the fifth. He was in the ninth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like... But they acted like they didn't know each other. And you'd think that someone as tall and as prominent as Komamura, even though the Serete is a pretty huge place and many people don't know each other outside of the divisions, someone like Komamura is probably going to be a little bit more well-known. You'd notice if someone was walking around with a bucket on their head or a cloth of yeah, in their face. True, or... yeah, yeah. And both sh- the interactions between Shinji and Komamura were like, they don't know each other. Mm, that is interesting timeline-wise, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Because I'm sure we see a shot of Komamura meeting Aizen and Tozen when they're there. So they're obviously still in the Serite at that point, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And then, of course, that means that he would be in the Serite so, at the time before. Well, no, actually, because they all thought Urahara did the crime, so this still could have been after. It could have been, yeah. yeah. This could have been after Shinji and everybody left and the whole visor thing went down and then, like, Aizen was climbing the ranks and Tozen was pulling people like they were getting their posse together people they could trust and take under their wing and manipulate yeah like Momo and Izuru mm-hmm. so like it, yeah that feels yeah. about right so it was probably before Momo and Izuru and everybody joined but after Shinji and everybody but after the Faisal yeah, incident yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay yeah yeah sorry to the listeners that are out there that are like massive bleach nerds they're probably like oh my god it's, it, it took us a while to get there but we got there and we got there <laughs> we got there we got there yeah yeah uh, sometimes you just got to talk things out okay you really do yeah you really do I thought it was interesting that Shinji said like I think he said this to I think it was Yamamoto he said that we support Ichigo there is somebody else we support and that is Ichigo Kurosaki right uh-huh. he said that but I was like where where is that loyalty coming from like why not the main loyalty being to Urahara and saying like we support Urahara Kisuke like because they obviously briefly mentioned it but they didn't say it to anybody's faces I wonder I I wonder if they kind of hold some sort of resentment towards Kisuke. Okay, tell me more. Um because of the fact like they said at the end we owe Kisuke and Kisuke obviously is the guy that kind of saved their life, gave them the means to be able to survive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if Kisuke's maybe explained his side of the Hogyoku thing and what he's done with his Hogyoku, mm-hmm. then maybe they kind of hold some sort of resentment that some of it is his fault as well. But Aizen was going to do that and create his own... Like, he was already on the path to holification before Kisuke, like, he even knew about Kisuke's research and... Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. It seems strange. But I was also like, know. where does the loyalty to Ichigo come from? Is it just because he's the main character and they want more screen time, or...? Unless they see something in Ichigo that they see in themselves. Like, Ichigo yeah, is a visored. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We're not sure how Ichigo became a visored. I feel like Ichigo owes them more than they owe Ichigo, though. Like, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. It's just strange. But maybe they are. Maybe that's, like, something that they all came up with. They were all, like, we're going to be loyal to the people that are in this same situation as us unquestioningly. Yeah. You know, maybe that is something that they did, but... Because maybe they feel a bit of resentment for Kisuke because Kisuke didn't become like them. Maybe, yeah, and maybe because they, he did that to Ichigo. Like, Ichigo didn't really have a choice. He made Ichigo holify. Yeah. He forced Ichigo into it. So maybe it's something to do with all that as well. Yeah. I think there's still more to be learned from backstories and things. I, think, mm-hmm. I don't think we're getting the whole picture just yet. Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have another question for you, though. Okay. Where the fuck does Mashiro and Hachi put their Zanpak toe when they're holified? <laughs> I mean, I have theories, but... Uh, I <laughs> but, have... Oh, but. Hachi's... I think Hachi's is simple. Okay. Hachi's is like... Um, there's a... I can't remember if it's in the anime, but in the manga, there's a panel of them all showing their Zanpak toe. Mm-hmm. And Hachi's is in like a keto barrier. So it's like Ooh. he's disguised it or it's like hidden in an ether space of... Um, a oh, world between worlds where I he like just kind that. of pulls it out. I like that. Um, That's cool. Y- yeah. So let me. Uh, Mashiro, we can theorize about Mashiro while I'm waiting for um, me to find 
information. But uh, Mashiro, yeah, she's wearing that skin tight kind of. Either she just leaves it lying at her arse or she has it up her arse. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where else can you keep it? Anime manga logics, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, and I know we've seen this in other fights as well, like the people's unpacked tour sheaths and st- well, the sheaths we Wait. established were part of like their their spiritual pressure. So when they draw their swords, their sheaths disappear. But have we seen Mishiro's unpacked? Yes, we have. Yes. Okay. Because she was posing with it when she first came in. She had it like her two hands at the back and like her butt arched out towards it. And uh, she, uh, we also okay. saw it when uh, everybody ganged up on Ichigo when Ichigo started holifying and going after Hiori. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. in this picture, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have one on her. Uh, but you can see Hachi's barrier, which is where the... Did I post this in the right server? I did, okay. <laughs> wait, 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 let me see. Which, which, oh, general. We're in general. Ah, yeah, yeah, because when she holifies, it disappears. But see if you look at, see if you look at when they all arrived and before they holified. Okay, let's go back. Oops. I'm sure she's posing with Come. it. Or at least she was in the anime. Oh, yeah, there she is. Yeah. yeah. And there's her Zanpakuto. So, where's it gone? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she does strike me as a kind of person who would just leave it lying around and then lose it continuously. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is very funny. Maybe she gives it to Hachi to hold on to Maybe. her. <laughs> Maybe. And Hachi just kind of stores them all. Because, yeah, because they, they're obviously still in Gee Guys right now, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes a point that I want to make so much more cooler. Anyway, so these guys are all in Gee Guy. You don't normally see Gee Guys running around with Zanpakuto. There's the whole kind of spiritual connection and mm-hmm. Soul are more powerful when they're not in Gee Guy type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe Hatchy just stores them all in this like keto chest that he's got and just hand doors them out. He's like, here's yours, here's yours, oh wait, this is yours, you know. <laughs> I love that. He's like, put your name on it, put your name on it, make sure you've got your name on it. Like when you've got to school and you've got to put your name on your exactly, jacket. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, back to the point of the fact that all still in Gigai. Mishiro defeated these two guys whilst in a Gigai. You know, Barragan's doing uh, Barragan. Hatchy's doing everything that he's doing with Barragan. Still in a Gigai. Well, it do we really... know for a fact that they're still in Gigai? Like, or I know that we've got no reason to believe, or nothing said that they've they've come out of their Gigai. But they've, they've not. Yeah, there's nothing to say that they're out of Gigai, other than the fact they're still wearing human clothes. Mm-hmm. And would a would a ghost soul be able to wear human clothes unless? What's his face? Kisuke has kind of yeah, it's true actually because when you see fabricated them in their, clothes, they're always they only wear other clothes when they're in their gi guys, don't they? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair point. Continue your point. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. So it's just the fact that we're seeing these guys fight in gi guy, mm-hmm. whereas uh, all the captains and everything are fighting at full strength without a. Genjai Kaito, whatever it's called, in Bankai. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so it just right. kind of, it really strikes home how powerful and strong these guys are. Mm-hmm. And just something to kind of keep in the back of your mind for future episodes when we see them fighting again, if we see them fighting again. Mm. Okay, okay, love it. Still staring at people. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder no, who. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you thirsting over over Lisa is going to be the equivalent of me thirsting over Vi when we start doing the Arcane podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, right, I, I love the fact that there was a point in this episode, right? It was so well done and I fucking loved this, right? I'm not a huge fan. I mean, Dale had a, like a discussion about this in one of the last recordings that we did. But like, I'm a huge lover when they show and don't tell. However, if you're going to tell, do it this way. Where like mm. each of the visors got a little bit of exposition as to like how they were feeling about there were no allies. I believe it was that speech that they were talking about where they were like, it was jumping between each of them, where they yeah. had separated themselves and they were all doing a little bit of the exposition. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Because it's like, mm-hmm. it tells us way more than just the information that they're talking to us about. It tells us how in sync they are. Like, 
that they're effectively saying the same things but from totally different distance away and they all match and these guys have been together, they've been through a lot together and it just like strengthens and unifies them, the fact that this exposition was happening and jumping between each of them. I just, I fucking loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And like, we did, because this is the first time we've seen Hatchie fight because he just had barriers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we're seeing these guys, they're not fighting Ichigo, they're not having to struggle against his inner hollow because you know that was a tough fight they're now they're now allowed to get out there and just show everybody what they're made of Mm -hmm, apart mm -hmm. from shinji we didn't see much of shinji shinji just got beat up by tosin (laughs) shinji and his little twig legs (laughs) his little twig legs (laughs) Uh, yeah 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 Okay, yeah. It makes us excited though for what we'll see. What we'll see. It, oh, does. it does. Right, okay. I, I'm out for 279 then. I've only got 280 left. Uh, let me find my notes. There I am. Oh, the fact that Kuaku was playing dead. That's very good. It's like, how long are you going to stay dead? Yeah, it's just so Kuraku-like as well. Although, you'd think he'd be a little bit more worried about Ukitaki. Like, maybe he'd be, like, slowly inching his way. You know in um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Drax, when he's eating crisps so slowly? It's like, you don't even know he's there? Like, I'm imagining him doing that bit. He's like, if I move so slowly, they won't notice that I'm there here. I'm still playing dead and I can get over and see Ukitaki. I could totally see Kuraku trying to do something like that. Like, if I move (laughs) slow enough, they won't see me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, yep. Okay, that's good. That's funny. Yeah. And then we had... Did you watch the... Um, the ending at the end of the end credits. I did, but in the dub, they've not got those dubbed or subbed, so I'm just watching Japanese, so I don't know what they're ah, saying. Ah, okay. So it was, this episode had the gang in their outfits from the end credit scenes mm-hmm. in New York saying, we need to get back to the airport. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they see the plane flying overhead. They're like, oh, no, we've missed the plane. And then Con comes up and he says, new ending, next episode, because it's kind of, now they've filmed all the scenes of their of the end credit scene. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get back to Japan and um, to go home. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically a nice little hinting that we're going to get a new end credit song at the end of next episode. Ah, that's basically what that was. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, love it, love it, love it. Um, also, like, where were they? Where were they? Where did they travel to? Did we figure that out? A uh, New York, I think. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Don't blame them. Hope they got corn dogs. <laughs> don't like corn dogs me neither but that's why that's why they're so great they're such a like american new yorky thing (laughs) (laughs) right okay episode 280 let's go this is the start of volume 43 so you know what that's going to mean at the end of this (gasps) (laughs) we've got chapter 368 the fearless child and 369 spit on your own god Okay. Manga anime differences. Take a big, take a deep breath. Oh no, no way. <laughs> We've got added verbal banter between Toshiro and Hiyori. Okay. Mainly um, the whole scene with him putting a hand on her that makes and sense. perverted stuff, which includes Lisa's interjection of it's okay to like a girl's body. No! Um, <laughs> no! Yep, none of that happened. It's literally no. just shorty, 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 shorty. And then Lisa's just kind of... Lisa doesn't even oh. say anything. Lisa just goes and fights. I am so upset. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was uh, like, oh my God, is, it, is this like canon that Lisa's into girls? Okay, Ugh, whatever. I know. It's fine. But we have the canon of Lisa liking girls because of... She was reading a kind of girly obscene magazines so that's yeah, where the canon comes true, from yeah true it's true just with the nice to have that reaffirmation right yeah um we've got the whole fight with Toshiro Hiyoi and Lisa fighting together um that was extended basically they just kind of go up against her and the scene shifts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Stark Rose and Love was all filler with Lily banter Lilinette banter that was filler Mm-hmm. it visits the visids there was just a kind of time shift so we saw all of the visids before it focused on hisagi mm-hmm. whereas hisagi actually only has the first four pages of this chapter okay um and it's like 
it's not even that much. I don't know why this episode is called what it is called because he doesn't even focus that prominently. I was thinking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the anime does that a lot. They name, a, they focus on the smallest detail when really the episode's about something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there was a minor PC change, like political correctness change. Mm-hmm. So the anime says to, to Hisagi says to Tosin, "I'm here to help you come to your senses." Whereas in the manga. He says, I'm here for you to open... I'm here to help you open your eyes. Hmm. Which, I understand why they might have done it. However, it's something to note that it is going to change the impactness of an event in the future. Wait a minute, what was it he says in the... The open your eyes comment? Yeah, he says, I'm here to... I'm I'm here to help you open your eyes, or something like that. I actually think that was what was in the dub, because I remember hearing it. I'm sure it was. I don't definitely don't quote me on that, but I'm sure it was because I remember having a moment of going, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think it might have, but it was definitely something to do with eyes. I'm pretty sure it was because I remember ah. thinking, that was mean. That's interesting because the sub had him. I'm here to help you come to your senses, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's a. I understand why they might have done that. However, that's going to have impactless in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to go scrubbing back through the episode to see for sure, but yeah, I am, the... I'm pretty sure because I remember having a moment of going, oh, interesting that that was their word choice. Yeah. Hmm. Rose and love fighting Stark is all filler. The whole fight with Tosin and Hisagi, like Hisagi turns up, they have a chat, Tosin's like, if you fear death, you shouldn't be fighting or whatever the fear line he says is. Mm-hmm. But then it just switch, they don't actually fight. Right, okay, okay. Um, Halibau and the so- Halibau and the short duo plus Lisa fight. Um, basically, the fight's giving us even more clip of clips of how incapable Hiyori and Tashou are of working together. Yeah. Um, basically, they're all <laughs> they're all still in sealed status, which is laughable when Tashou had to be in Bankai before. Like mm-hmm. it. So yeah, they're not gonna get far. Um, the Gin and Shinji standoff. Was um, manga anime different? Was an anime difference? Oh. And Hachi is a lot more pissed in the anime. Um, okay. He's a lot more calmer in the manga. Whereas anime Hachi has that look of he's really annoyed and pissed now, which doesn't suit Hachi at all. I feel yeah. like he's always kind of calm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So yeah, all those differences. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no, me take a breath. Wow. <laughs> so yeah but I've yeah, had to so... scribble out my Lisa notes <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there I was like like a petulant child with like my cheeks blown out because like, <laughs> <laughs> I put there like I can see why you like her so much and I was like <laughs> yeah. I mean you can still keep it in like, there's reasons why I like it yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay we've got let's see Toshiro Mm-hmm. Bless him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's ever had been chastised or had anyone talk to him like that before. <laughs> and the fact that it's someone who's shorter than him is hilarious. <laughs> and I mean, he always, always like that. He always just outspoken and brash yes, and yes. would yell at anyone no matter their height. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's so sure just kind of adds to... It's a little bit of comedy kind of done right and it just highlights... The anime took it on, took too it far. going on a little bit too far. They did. They took it too um, far. Yeah. But um, even the stuff in the manga, like the little bit of humor, it's humor done right. You know, it's just these two highlighting that not everyone's going to get on with each other. They're not here to. It's reminding us that they're not that ally. That they're not their allies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not that here to they're make here friends. For, they're here to do the, a yeah. job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to see what, like, what notes. I had, like, I just put, put poor Toshiro. That's <laughs> what I put. I was just yeah. like, oh, what a shame. Because, <laughs> like, we know what Hiori's like. We've seen yeah. it before. We've seen it in action. Yeah, yeah. Um, can we talk for a minute, please, about Barrigan's power? Yes. Wow. This might be yeah. one of my all-time favourite bleach powers especially mm. when it comes to like the espada and everything like that i think he probably has like one of my all-time favorite powers yeah 
It's so unique, such a great concept, and fuck is it deadly. Literally. (laughs) 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 It's so good. Yeah. Del and I were speaking last episode. It's like, I was saying that we we watching this has really made me appreciate Barragan's powers Mm -hmm, even mm -hmm. more and it is slowly becoming one of my favorite fights Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. of it's just so fascinating and um everything that he can do and what they're gonna have to do or what they've done in all the like the limits they had to go through to actually defeat him yeah yeah Agreed. And we don't even know if he did, because actually the end to be continued scene still had his face in it, so we don't know if he's been it, defeated or it not. It did. It really did, yeah. So, but yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I like, I think this is like, these battles are battles done right, where it isn't always about who can scream the loudest and who can power up the most. It's literally, okay, this person has a power that's so specifically unique that we're going to have to work together and come up with ideas as to how we can overcome this this opponent and it isn't just by overpowering them because that's not going to be enough mm-hmm. yeah I love it love it love it love it how do you overcome aging and dying you get a horcrux yeah. <laughs> uh, you get a horcrux <laughs> uh, yeah or you become a vampire you know <laughs> <laughs> just as long um, as you're not one that sparkles <laughs> no sparkly vampires yeah yes <laughs> Uh, but I do love the demonstration of Kido from Hatchery here. Yes. Like, Kido fascinates me. Mm. And everything that Hatchy does, it's just elevated from the, you know, no shade to Byakuo and uh, Rukia with their shaka holes and the soketsus and everything. But this is using, and we saw it a little bit with Momo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this is using Kido to a whole new level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And someone in the server said something the other day, and I really want to see it happen, is just Hachi teaching Momo. <gasps> Could you imagine All of his that? ways. Oh my that God, would just, Momo would be deadly. She would, she'd be a powerhouse. She and, absolutely Oh, I want that for my girl. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Is Hachi, Hachi's got to be a Kido master then, right? Oh yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, okay, yeah he's okay. he was at one point lieutenant of the Kido course. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah it makes sense, yeah below that of Tessai and the only thing te- we've seen Tessai do really is um forbidding Kido and time stops you know yeah which is <laughs> fucking impressive but yeah it really is yeah, yeah. so yeah I think so it's probably safe to say that Hachi is more pa- more what uh, prof- proficient in Kido than possibly Ukitaki and Aizen I and feel, both of them are pretty good at keto. Yeah, I feel like Hachi might even have overcome his... Like, might even have overcome Kensai. This, not Kensai, fuck. Kensai. <laughs> Kisuke. Tensai. Kisuke? Is it Ten, no, who, who's the guy that was the captain of the keto corps that you said? Tessai. Tessai. Fuck sake, names, right? <laughs> I feel like Hachi might have overcome him because he's been spending so much time with the visors and obviously the visor mask and everything probably has powered up his keto skills and everything too. And I just feel like... Tessai's been doing Urahara's dirty work for a while now, like just basic stuff, like housekeeping, literally. And I feel like Hachi's out there been doing real work, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, I just think that Hachi may even have overcome, we obviously don't know, power levels, blah, you know, all that kind of stuff, but... Yeah, Hachi, Hachi yeah. is impressive. And we already saw the introduction of like st- strengthening Kido with various incantations. We've seen Byakuya do it, we've seen Rukia do it, I think we've seen Momo do it as well. And now we're seeing like Hachi do it and he's really strengthening his Kido with this these incantations and it's just like, God, it's so cool to watch. Yeah, and whilst Hachi is probably stronger than them all at Kido, his mm-hmm. downfall might be then his Zanpakuto. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I can't see him being as proficient in his Zanpakuto against like somebody like Rukia or Byakuya. No, yeah. exactly. Whereas they're probably, they're pretty all-rounded, everything. How much of a Zanpakuto do Kido even use? Do they yeah. have Shikai? Times. Do they have Bankai? Does, in order to become a captain of Kido Corps, do you have to have Bankai? You True, know, there's yeah. these questions that kind of lay unanswered because... Would they need it? Yeah. If they can just fight with Kido. Yeah. 
Right, I've only got a couple of notes left here. I've got um the and I think this was in the manga, but correct me if I'm wrong here. It was the only someone who knows fear in battle can beat like Tozen. Like he was making it seem like, oh, you don't f- have that fear in battle, so you can't defeat me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how the fuck did he get beaten by Kimpachi? <laughs> how does that like somebody do the math there for me, please? Because like out of every character to have ever existed in Bleach's universe who does not fear battle, Kimpachi's probably like number one. Yeah. And so he beat Tozen. What, and he doesn't he doesn't even have Kipachi doesn't even have a Bankai, doesn't even have a Shikai, and he beat Tozen's Bankai, right? So Tozen's like it's like that you know when somebody gets proven so wrong, like they, they have these morals and these values and they get proven so wrong time and time again but they cling on to it because it's all they fucking got. That's what Tozen feels like to me at this point. Yeah, he's on his justice high horse. Yes. And he he's probably blanked the whole uh, incident with Kenny Kempachi <laughs> out of his mind. He's still alive, therefore it didn't happen. Let's we'll see know. that rematch. Let's see that rematch <laughs> just to remind him. Like, let's just see Kempachi put ho- poke holes in this guy until he finally admits that actually don't need to be fearful in battle to be a really good, strong opponent. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, I want to see Kisuke in a barrier. <laughs> I love that. The fact that, like, this is, like, these are big top, like, these are so, like, these are battles that are gonna, like, decide the fate of the fucking world in this universe. Yeah. And Siphon is like, you gotta put Urahara on a barrier. Cool, right, I'll fucking do the thing you want me to do. Like, it's just so good. Like, that is, like, brilliantly timed comedic interjections that are so fucking underrated but valued so much like yeah. it's so good i want she's to just... see him trapped for a month in this barrier exactly yeah <laughs> she's just standing there with her bank and yeah. she's like tell me again the deal yeah. you know <laughs> so fucking good uh, Siphon is such it. a great character. Like, and Hachi just like, ah, oh, that was that was exactly what I needed in that moment. I was like, but like, I love the also the fact that I've got like this behind the scenes flash of just Kisuke Urahara telling every cunt and their mother what Siphon's bankai is. <laughs> Hachi knew, and she's like, the only way you could have known is if Kisuke told you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I wonder then, does that <sighs> mean? That Soifon had achieved Bankai before they left? Must have, yeah. She must have. Can you, but Soifon was tiny. Like, she, her Bankai probably would have toppled her over. <laughs> Maybe it was like a baby version of the Bankai. Baby you know, version like, of the Bankai. You know how, like, Toshiro, we've had that discussion about, like, Toshiro being, like, like overcoming Kuraku in a hundred years? Yeah. yeah, like, maybe it was like that. Maybe it was, like, a case of, like, somebody can get their Bankai, but then over time it can become stronger and stronger and they can become more proficient in it. And maybe that's just where Siphon is now, now that she's a captain. But back then, she maybe only just got it. Maybe the fact Kisuke knows about it is because she toppled over with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That is my oh. new head cannon. <laughs> <laughs> plot twist as well oh. you know um it's kisuke's um little statue things that she used to train to get her bankai anyway <laughs> <laughs> i love that so much that's uh, great oh, and that's me all, all i had was that like the at the end it didn't really look like they defeated bad again because we saw that flash of his face again so. i saw the flash of his face again yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's it that's all my notes yeah, all my no- notes too. We can move on into um, the volume game. Yeah! We need like a theme tune to play when that We on. do! Yeah. <laughs> Let's go! Okay, so the poem is Decay is my friend. Bad again. <laughs> <laughs> I know! I was writing it down and I was like, this is too easy. Yeah. yeah sorry. Decay is my friend. Night is my servant. I wait for you in the palace of Elm. Where I let the crows peck at my body. Wait a minute. Elm. Hold on. I want to say, actually, Hold I want to say. There's a thing about Elm because I've got it in my fan fiction that I'm writing the Hogwarts one. I'm sure Elm wands in Harry Potter, like the Elm wood has meaning behind it. Really negative connotations. I thought that was Elder. No, Elder as well, but Elm is like another one. Um, Elm wands are sophisticated and capable of advanced uh, magic. Wait 
They also produce the fewest accidents and the most elegant charms and spells. Pure bloods prefer elm ones. However, I want to. I I might have. I might have. It might have auto translated to something else. No, wait. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. So elm wood uh, favors those who are ruthless, stable, enduring, cunning, and grounded, and it's Lucius Malfoy's wand. Oh, as well. So that there's something like I knew is I knew straight away because I had done deep research into it. Everybody's wand that I gave him that that fan fiction had meaning behind it, and I've probably just yeah. like. I've maybe spoiled something that's coming up in the, the upcoming chapter. Hopefully, Guy doesn't listen to this because I know she's she's reading that. But like, there there's there's an undercurrent of something coming that's predicted in the ones that I'm using and in, in that fan fiction. And I went for Elm specifically for someone because of its meaning. Ooh. Because of that cunning meaning. Yeah. Um, but yes, okay. yes. Oh, so that, okay. So you said Elm there for that poem, I was like, Elm wood has really negative meanings and connotations behind it. It's like the colour green. Like, it can mean good yeah. and bad. But, like, Elm specifically has that... It's it's a, it's seen as, like, a, a more ominous wood. Yeah. If you're into all that kind of fairy lore, that kind of stuff, and yeah. chakras and energies and crystals, and Elm wood has more negative connotations behind it. Just like the colour green cool. stands for like jealousy and greed and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, sorry. Oh. I just, I caught onto that. I was like, I latched on it because of that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, that was epi- volume 43, Kingdom of Hollows. Mm. Cool. So yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was an easy game. <laughs> Still that enjoyed it game. though. Yeah. Still enjoyed it. <laughs> All right then, that brings us into our Shinigami Cupper Oxide Edition. So who wore it best this week? The visards. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and their entrance and the music and the swinging of the Shinji's cap and just... Ah, yes. <sighs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. I forgot this was mine. Holy shit. Hold on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. So in the flashback, there was a tiny flashback where we got Kenpachi in one of them. And, okay. and and when it happened, you heard Kimpachi's hair bells. Like, you know, the little bells he wears on his Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now that's my text alert noise. So my, <laughs> who best was my fucking confusion when that noise happened that I paused the show to check my phone. <laughs> I literally paused it, looked at my phone, I was like, I didn't get a text. What? Because <laughs> that is my text alert noise, is Kimpachi's hair bells. Oh, that's great. Anyway, yeah, okay. And who's, what about your ship? Um, Kisuke and Hachi's banner, barrier. Oh my god, I love that one. That's great. <laughs> they're gonna get very close together in the one month, but they're, they're stuck together. <laughs> that is amazing. I love. I need to see that. Be uh-huh. All right, my my uh-huh. ship this week goes out to you and Lisa. Aww. I was like, yep, yep, Yay. I can see it. I ship it. I'm here for it. I'm down. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh right and that brings us into our fandom shout out so what have you got this week for us Nomi my fandom shout out is not here because it's on my phone please <laughs> <laughs> tell um, your call is important to us yep yesterday was June 3rd mm-hmm. and it was my other girl's birthday it was Momo's birthday oh, so it was because we were all dressing up when we were playing Among Us as members we of were. Squad 5 yeah yeah, and you you guys were like, come on, come on. And I was like, you know, out drinking with <laughs> head parties. We were actually coming home when you were messaged, so it was fine. <laughs> um, so this is a picture from Wurfertwen. <gasps> I love this. I don't even like Momo, but holy shit, that's cool. Uh-huh. Um, and this is a picture of her and Toby Ume. Um, wow. And it is actually, it matches something that the author did for Shinji's birthday because this artist is a person after my own heart and does ship Shinji and Momo together so the idea they had was that they would take the Shinji image and kind of match the style that they've done the Momo image in so they can go side to side oh man I love Um, this so yeah I love this so much this is like it's like to anybody watching or listening sorry I should say we've got we're gonna have the links for these in our show notes so go and check them out but it's like the colours are like 
there's no colour that's vivid. It's like really subdued, but the pink stand out still. It's really hard uh-huh. to describe, but like the lighting on the ribbons and stuff. Oh god, it's really good. Yeah. And in embers, because obviously it's like a fire type sample. It's fire type. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Love it. Love that. Right, okay. Mine is because we got quite a lot of them in this episode, mine is actually a Barrigan piece. Oh. Uh, and it is done by uh, uh, by <gasps> oh, Pandora wow. Box on on DeviantArt, and it is the colours for this. Like they've gone for like a Hellfire vibe with like the crown yeah. and everything on his head. They've given him like the gold crown, the black like oh, it's just and then the Hellfire coming from in front of him and just illuminating his like skull face and everything. And then kind of yeah. the way that it fades off into the background, it kind of looks like it fades off into like stars and nothingness. It's yeah. really cool. Oh my gosh, the lighting on this so is good. just incredible. So good, yeah, yeah. So please go and check them out because, man, these artists deserve all the love this week. Oh, so good. <sighs> but that <sighs> that is me. Have you got any any more for any more? I don't believe I do. We did get that new ending that they oh, um, yes. hinted at. Um, did I write it down? No, I did not. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm like I can't it even is remember. Echoes by Universe. Mm. So yeah, again, if you're watching it, beware of spoilers. But the music, just when the opening and endings come along, what we recommend for people is to close their eyes and just listen to the music. Don't look <laughs> yeah. at the scenes because some of them can be very spoilerish. Spoiler, <laughs> yeah, 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 very true, very true. Uh, yes. Uh, Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that us? That's us. Oh my gosh. Wow. What an episode. Okay. Well, you wonderful souls, that is the end of another episode. If you like what you heard and you want to get involved, you can find us by searching for The Serity on Instagram and The Serity on Twitter. Now. <laughs> 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 for as long as I possibly can. Could you go like... reap souls? But we are hoping to reap some five-star reviews and that is where you come in. Make like your favourite orchard protector and each go to iTunes and Spotify to rate us, review us and, and make, make us, us feel, feel like, like number, number one. one. Yeah. To those of you listening on YouTube, don't forget to be like Chad and give us that good, good thumbs up. We really appreciate it. On the next episode of the podcast, we're going to be covering anime episodes 281, Crown of Lies, Barrigan's Grudge, 282, Power of the Soul, Lost Lobos Attack, and 283, Stark, The Lone Battle. We'll Ooh. see you souls in. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. 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 Bye